I'm losing my apartment, Melvin. And Frank, he wants me to beg my parents, and I won't. And I, I don't want to paint anymore. So the life that I was trying for is over. The life that I had is gone, and I'm feeling so damn sorry for myself that it's difficult to breathe. Terrified! And that's from As Good As It Gets. And have you been through a period in your life where you just feel angry or you feel depressed and you don't know how to manage it and you just feel like it's too much for you? How do you deal with that? I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness and you want good coping strategies. And one of the first coping strategies is to win the battle within yourself to know that it is your life, your decisions. And then of course you want to make good decisions within that. But if you feel it isn't your life, if you feel like everyone else is calling the shots for you or that for let's say that you feel you have to please everybody else and everybody you feel like the the body of an octopus with all of these arms and all of your family members and friends and uh, teachers or coaches are pulling you in opposite directions they're pulling out those octopus arms and you just feel like where where are you anymore you want to be able to pull those arms back in, give yourself a hug, and figure out psychologically how to own your own life. And notice if you pull your arms back in, you're not hurting anyone else. You're not taking your octopus arms, so to speak, and hitting them all or zapping them or poisoning them. You're just owning your own life and they have no right to it. So those boundaries are hard to keep. And of course, that doesn't mean that you don't have good friends. In fact, when you learn to be true to yourself, you end up having better relations, both with the good family, the better family members, good family members, and with friends. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. My number Numbers toll free one eight seven seven Dr Kenner. That's toll free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. And you can also visit my website drkenner.com. And right now, I want to welcome Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer, you have a question about your mom, who's a bit overbearing. Yeah, I have a problem with my mom. She's very overbearing. I'm thirty two years old, and okay. Um, I'm, you know, career person. I have a good job. I'm, I have a master's degree. I'm, I'm doing very well in life. And my mom isn't happy with the decision I'm making as far as a partner I'm choosing for myself. And I've been with this person for a few years. We've had some um, difficulties in the past. He suffered from drug addiction in the past. He's been clean for the past two years, and he's working full time. He's had a couple issues in the past, and I guess that's what concerns her the most. She doesn't feel he's good enough for me per se. And my mom's really, like, built her whole life around my sister and I. Like, she basically never had a job. She raised us to be, like, you know, her, my my dad and her got divorced. She, like, put all of her effort into her children. She wanted to go to college. She played instruments. She knew everything that she could do to better us. And I think she kind of, like, lost herself within doing that. And since my sister and I left the house, she's become a hoarder. And she, like, she does antiques on the side. Like, she, she like, uses that as, like, a, an excuse for, like, why she can't really live in her house properly. She can't cook there. You know, she just basically has boxes everywhere. And she goes to thrift shops all the time. And her whole life is just based around, like, collecting, getting things. And, you know, it, it's it's hard, you know. And I try to talk to her about it. You can't even, like, really go in the house. You can't have guests over. You know, it's an uncomfortable situation. But she gets mad at me when I talk to her about that. And, you know, it just, like, seems like since my boyfriend and I were going to, we were planning on getting married and, 
she talked to him. My mom was friendly with my boyfriend. They used to do yeah. things together. He would help her with things. And but on the other hand, she didn't really want us together. So she, she he asked her for some help to get an engagement ring for me. And she said she would help him. And she said, well, you know, it's kind of ridiculous for you to buy an engagement ring because I have a couple. She had one from her from my dad <laughs> she doesn't wear. Yeah. And she said, um, um, why don't you use this one? And she said, and he said, well, what, how much would you want for it? She said, well, I don't, I don't, can't really charge you for it. I don't know what to charge you for it. So she waited like three months and didn't say anything to him. So he asked her for the ring. He says, listen, he says, would you like me to pay you for the ring? He says, because I feel like I should give you something for it. Yeah. So she didn't really give him a price. And then she told me she wanted $3,500. And I knew yeah. my boyfriend really didn't have, he makes, he doesn't make a lot of money. He makes $12 an hour. So I knew he didn't like have that kind of money to like lay out. That was a lot of money. And, you know, I think he was thinking more like along lines of a thousand whatever yeah kind of just got angry at the whole situation okay jennifer let me just pause for a minute and sum up what i'm hearing and that's that you are you've got so much incredible energy so in on one hand (laughs) you are incredibly delightful and you're delightful in a very nice way because you're introspective you're not trying to puff things over and say how good your mother is if she's a hoarder she's a hoarder if she's speaking out of both sides of her mouth on one hand saying she doesn't have to pay for the ring on the other hand saying yes Um, you're looking at a long-term perspective you're respecting yourself you're 32 years old you have a career you have a master's degree and my question for you is not the first question is not going to be anything about your mother the first question to you is, you want to guess what it is? What do I want to do? Yes, it is he good for you. Get your mother the heck out of the picture for a moment or for a week. Forget about her. Let's say she went off to Tahiti with all of her hoarding <laughs> things and took a vacation, you know, went on a Noah's Ark type thing off to Tahiti. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but what do you say? What do you do? Um, and you're alone with the decision. Is this guy who has been clean for a few years, who did have a drug addiction, and earns $12 an hour when I have my master's degree. Are we a match on intellectual issues? Are we a match on communication skills? Are we a match on ambitions? Uh, Are we a match on how we want to design our future with or without kids? You know, you're 32 at this point, so that is a question. Would he be a good parent? Are there problems that I know about that could resurface? Because, man, you know, it's hard to change. Mm-hmm. Um, is he is are there things that I need to know about me that may come from my history with my parents uh, that make me be with someone that may be very good for me in some respects, but maybe not good. So the question is, what comes to your mind if you can use that same vivaciousness that you have and that introspective ability turn it on yourself what are what are the downsides of him privately that you would allow yourself to recognize well i think that sometimes like when we get an argument he gets very quiet he doesn't like to talk about it It takes him like a few days for him to like come forth because he says he doesn't want to say anything hurtful to me or make me mad about anything so he like he'll like keep it to himself so he has that kind of way like he does he's he's kind of to himself until he wants to until he, until he wants to share something with me. Okay. Um, so, like, that's one downside. I mean, obviously, his career, he's, he's, he's trying to get a job at a different company, and he might make a few dollars more an hour. That's probably going to happen in the next few months. Um, and he's trying to get, like, um, some different certifications so he can better himself in his career. I do realize that he's never going to be, you know, obviously where I'm at. He's also in the past spent a few He has spent some time in jail in the past. So, I mean, he had some time that he, 
you know, this is um, in a couple of years back, and so he has been in and out, like, throughout the years. So this is, like, the first, I guess, time in his life that he's actually been living stable for the last few years, that he, you know, has a, has a job now. He actually works for a rehab, which is good for him, you know. He actually and, you know, what? He, works he, in rehab? Like, he works in a rehab. Okay. And have he you had any history patient. of drugs? You used No, you. Or have I? Yeah. No, I haven't, but my dad's an alcoholic. Okay, so there, there is a little bit of a red flag that goes up for me right there. Okay. Uh, meaning, if he spent time in jail, if he's now working in rehab, which is dealing with what? No, oh, he he's a, he works in a rehab. He does maintenance in a rehab. He got a job. When okay. He was, um, okay. He, he went to okay. It, it, it's here's what I would recommend for for you. You need to know so much about your partner, and you need to really be honest with yourself. Parents can get in the way of of this. I know my parents really wanted me to have kids. For, so for five years, my father kept asking me routinely. Uh, basically, are you pregnant? You know, he phrased it in humorous ways. And guess mm-hmm. what the last thing I ever thought about doing was? Getting pregnant. Getting pregnant, because I just feel, felt the pressure. I went to New York City, away from where I live, and a woman, a random woman I know, knew her, but she just said to me, do you want kids? Do you and your husband ever want to start a family? It was the first time I ever heard the question. I mean, it's not that I didn't hear it, but I actually let myself absorb it. And that's what you want to do for yourself. Your mother's irrelevant, because you are a grown adult. And you need to be able to set boundaries. Right, the f- most important question. It's hard. So we decided yeah. to put the marriage thing on hold because, like, people okay. said to me, let like, me recommend like, you know, something. In your family, yeah. who you know, your mom's against it. Your sister doesn't yeah. want it. But let me just say, let you me recommend. On hold because yeah. I don't think you're going to be happy. I'm okay, like, Jennifer, we're right down, almost out of time. So let me recommend a book that. Uh, Jennifer. Let me recommend a book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke. It's The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. Uh, Jennifer? You know. Oh, Jennifer? You hear me? Hello? Um, I'm recommending the book, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And that's by Dr. Ed Locke and myself, Ellen Kenner. And you can get it at Amazon.com. And we talk about all the things that you need to match on to make sure you've got a soulmate. I highly recommend that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. (laughs) 